I'm Heidi. I'm Heather. And we're sisters. This is the H&H Show. Hey friends, we're back and we're so glad that you are as well. We want to say welcome to the H&H Hour. I am Heidi Bolt. I'm here with my sister, Heather Taves. Hi, Heather. Hi. Great to see you. Yeah, you too. Heather just served my sisters, my local sisters, and our kiddos lunch. And it was just fun. It was good to do something so ordinary, yep. like having lunch, Yep. but just... to change it up, do it together. We talked about that last week, mm-hmm. finding those things that need to shift and find joy in your week. Um, and we were driving here and my sons were talking about how great it is to have cousins that are close and aunties that are close and uncles would fall into that as well, but the uncles weren't going to be with us. And um, it just hit me that the beauty of family, yeah, you know, and some people don't have um, family close or family at all. And Heather, today we're going to talk about a topic that's really important mm-hmm. in the idea of feeling seen and feeling loved. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's talk about that. Let's do it. I think so many people feel unseen. Yep. They they don't think that anyone sees really sees them yeah. or knows them or even cares about them. Mm-hmm. I think even a lot of people who follow Jesus feel that way. Yeah. Just unnoticed. Mm-hmm. And part of that is a, a lot of that is due to the fact that we've all become so busy that we rush on with our lives and we don't stop and see people. Yeah. And I asked the question of someone the other day, I said, how are you? And the response was, you know, the typical, oh, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And then I said, no, I, I really want to know how you are. I want your your honest answer. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to do that more often where we 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 push a little bit yeah. in a loving way for the truth. Did they even know how to be honest? They did. Yeah. They like they kind of caught themselves and were like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. You are really asking me. You really do care. And so I think um this is such a good conversation for us to have to remind ourselves to slow down, to see people. Yeah. We drove in from a full day at church yesterday. We'd had this awesome lunch with a bunch of friends. It was outside. It was beautiful. We drove in and my widow neighbor was sitting out on her front porch all by herself. And like my heart just broke. And yeah. I had to actually, I didn't have the time yesterday to go over and sit and talk to her. And sometimes I would, you know, sure, when I have yeah. time. But my heart just broke because I know like she's so alone. Yeah. She's, she's almost always alone. Yeah. And we... We all as human beings need to stop and see and notice people. Yes. Um, but the reason we're having this conversation is because of this verse that just jumped out at us, mm-hmm. which is so cool. And we want to kind of break it down a little bit and remind you that maybe you're that person that has felt very unseen and very unnoticed. But we have this God, Heidi, mm-hmm. the God of the universe, the creator of everything that we can see and everything that we cannot see. You know, the galaxies that even the strongest microscopes or telescopes, telescopes yeah. not, not a microscope. That would make things smaller. <laughs> That's right. Telescope. You science today. Yeah. It's fine. Well, tried to teach science. <laughs> even the strongest telescope mm-hmm. could not see yeah. these galaxies. So it's this, this huge expanse, mm-hmm. you know. And yet this is what the Bible says about his thoughts, God's thoughts towards us. Listen to this. Mm. How precious are your thoughts about me, oh God. I want you to insert your name in there. How precious are your thoughts about Heather, Mm -hmm. oh God. 
They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of the sand. So I want you to think about all of the sand that's Mm -hmm. on one beach that you go to. Right. Now multiply that times every single beach, every single sand dune. You know, all of the sand that is on our planet, God's thoughts about you. Yeah. Outnumber that. Yes. Like that means he's thinking about you constantly. Yeah. You're always on his mind. Yeah. And some people like to make God out to be this angry God or this judge, this judgy God who, which there is that side of him. He's righteous, you know, and sin separates us from him. And because of Jesus, we get to have fellowship with him. But he, he is not this harsh figure that's looking down on us like, you just better not make a mistake. Yeah, He's looking down on us with so much love, so much compassion, so much mercy. His thoughts are on us. Yeah, Like, there's no one in my life. My husband thinks about me a lot. <laughs> and I know that because he tells me a lot, yeah. which I'm so grateful for. But God, like, way outdoes my husband. Yeah, His thoughts are always on me. And so I think someone needs to hear that today. Yeah. And, and to be reminded of how precious you are. I think specifically, we all need this message, but if you are feeling like the people around you don't see you or yeah. don't love you or don't support you, or maybe you're a believer and you're the only one in your family and therefore no one else gets you. No one else understands what you're walking through. I was talking to a friend a few weeks back and she was kind of sharing, she's a new friend and she was sharing some of her story and it's a really, it's a very traumatic story and she's the only believer in her family and she's my age. So it's very much that feeling of going it alone. Now God's given her a husband now who believes and so that's a huge gift. But I think just for people to remember that we're never in it alone. Even when the world wants us to feel like we are, you know, when we're called to stand up for what we believe is truth in the word of God, what is truth in the word of God, Mm -hmm. the world does not love that. And so we get this anti-messaging that we aren't valued and we aren't important and our ideas aren't important. And so when that comes, when that messaging comes, we have to have something to counter it with and to go, well, what, what is my balance? What is my truth? What is... What do I come back to that centers me? Mm -hmm. And this is such an important verse. I think probably every single one of us should write it on a note card and put it on our mirror where we know we're going to look every day, right? And be reminded because that self-talk is Mm -hmm. so important. And I think that's what God's doing here. He is like giving us the words to Mm self-talk, to tell ourselves how important we are to God the Father. Because that is, it can change everything about your entire life. Yeah. It's like the best motivational speech you've ever heard. It's like the best TED Talk ever. <laughs> the best one, yeah. <laughs> and and then it makes us go, okay, well, do we really believe in this God that we say we believe in? Mm-hmm. Like, do we really believe that the words he says are truth? And if we do, we have to believe that that is truth mm-hmm. of us as individuals. Yeah, and I think... Not many of us actually believe that. I think if we were, I think if we were super honest, Mm -hmm. we wouldn't. Mm -hmm. You know, it makes me think of like a massive organization, a well-oiled machine, if you will. Like my husband's been in corporate America for our entire marriage, Mm -hmm. and the larger the company he's in, 
the more he is a number, mm-hmm. the yeah. less he is an individual, the right. more he is just producing for the organization. Mm-hmm. Right. And at the end of the day, he's not kept bold. He's a number, a sales guy in a territory pulling in a certain number or not pulling in a certain number. But that's not how God works, is it? Like he is to say that his thoughts outnumber the sand. And I think of when we go to the beach, like just the amount of sand that gets in my vehicle from one little trip is astonishing. Right. And so to think like that's just a tiny portion of his thoughts for us. Um, I saw a caption today and it said, God is looking so forward to spending eternity with us. Mm. And what an incredible thought. I think so often we get so wrapped up in our life here on earth, which is is good. He intends for us to be focused on our life here on earth mm-hmm. to accomplish the things he has for us. But he also wants our eyes to be fixed on what is to come. Yes. And the fact that he has a home for us that right. that is our destination. That's yes. our eternity. Yes. And to think that he is looking forward to that. That's right. what we have to be focused that's, on. Yes. That's where our gaze has to be. That's where when our minds spiral into those places, we all know what they are. Those yeah. dark places. It can yeah. be about anything. It can yes. be about your children's health or your health or your weight or yeah. your your job money yeah. situation or your yeah. spouse or your friendships or your church. It can be about anything. All the things. All of the things. <laughs> And, and God's just saying like, hey, hey, I'm preparing a place for you. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about you all the time. I'm thinking about how to um, help you have a life full of joy. Yeah. And a life of joy, Heidi, doesn't mean a life without hardship. No. You know, and, and no. we talk about this a lot. I think yeah. we talked about it last week too. But it's, it's changing our gaze mm-hmm. and fixing our eyes on who God says we are. Yeah. Who he's thinking about. Mm-hmm. You know, he's thinking about us the way that he created us to be. Yeah. Not the way that sin and the world is trying to change us and tell us who we ought to be. Yeah. And I think a huge, it, you know, I'm speaking to believers now, those that claim to follow Jesus as Lord and Savior. So if we claim to be the Christ followers that we are, part of our mandate is to prophesy the hope of who Jesus is into a dying world. Mm-hmm. And as as prophets of Jesus, we are supposed to be the most encouraging and uplifting and positive people in the room. Now, this doesn't mean like a false put on fake joy or like no. everything's fine right. when nothing's fine. That's not right. what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. But I think that is because if we truly are walking in fellowship with Jesus, no matter how hard, like I'm thinking of a few people I know right now that are in the middle of really hard marriages Mm -hmm. and it's tough and they're honest about it, but they still have joy. Mm -hmm. They're not lacking in joy. They're not void of it. And so that's because that they trust in the name of Jesus Mm -hmm. and that's their hope. So I think that if we are more focused on what God is thinking about us than what we are thinking about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like that is going to help fix our thoughts of ourselves right. just miraculously. Yeah. Yeah. I also love this prior to that verse. It's Psalm 139 verse 18. But prior to that, it's such a beautiful passage on how God feels about you and how he's intertwined in your life. And I'm, I'm not going to read all of it, but 
These are just a few verses. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I don't think that that means when I'm far away from where I live. I think that means when I've wandered far away from from God. When my heart has when turned. When my heart has turned yeah. away from God. Yeah. God still knows my thoughts. He's still there with me. Um, you see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say even before I say it, Lord. Like that's so much comfort to know that God already knows all of this and he cares so deeply. He says, I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. I love this part. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night. But even in darkness, I cannot hide from you. Mm, that's so good. To you, the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. Mm -hmm. And I think when we are in those moments, and I'm sure everyone has experienced them to some level where it just feels dark, where yeah. everything feels dark. And you just want to, you want to, at least in my experience, when you feel that overwhelmed by something, you almost just want to go deeper into the darkness. Like just curl to, up just and... to kind of either ignore it or hide from it or or just cope. Yeah. You know, and and this passage is saying like that darkness, like God is still there in it. Yeah. It's not even darkness to him. Mm -hmm. Darkness and light are the same thing. He neither neither one keeps him from doing, from being who he is and how he feels about you. That's really good. I was laying with my four-year-old the other night trying to get her to be willing to be in her room alone and all the things that we mamas do for our littles. Yeah. And um, I prayed over her and she was quiet for a few minutes. So I thought she was asleep. And then a little bit later she rolled over and she said, isn't it amazing that God is so powerful that he has he can stay awake and watch us sleep. Mm. And that was cool because she was repeating something I'd said to her a few weeks prior. And I said, yeah, why do you think he can do that? She goes, because he has all of the superpowers from all of the things that people think are real that aren't. He's the only one with the superpowers. Mm. But I just thought it was an interesting perspective that this little one, this four-year-old, the faith of a child, mm -hmm. can recall. I mean, she's laying there battling fear because mm -hmm. she doesn't like to be in her room alone mm -hmm. and it's dark. And she's self-talking. She's recalling the yes. truths of what she has been taught. And so I think for my takeaway from that moment was our words of encouragement towards those around us, they're not falling on deaf ears, even when they maybe feel like they are. Mm -hmm. I think especially as parents, we're like, is anything sinking in? Yes. You know, um, but to hear it repeated back, to hear it recalled is so powerful. Yeah. And so the same for us, which is why we talk so much about spending time with the Lord mm -hmm. and yet sacrificing other things to yeah. make time to make it a priority because those words even if you're reading it and you're like nothing really stood out to me today nothing felt overly important mm -hmm. it will be recalled that mm -hmm. god's word says that it will never return void and so that was my takeaway was those words we speak that are uplifting you know the the god's word says to encourage one another and build each other up they never are wasted. Mm -hmm. Those yeah. moments of truth that we get to yeah, speak, so good. whether it's for ourselves or for someone else. Mm -hmm. I think for me, just a practice that I've had over most of my life is using my everyday circumstances to point me to my thoughts being on God. Mm -hmm. So anything that I might come in contact with or any thought that I might have, and I don't do it perfectly, but just it's training yourself to do that. So yep. you're constantly, your thoughts are constantly going to, 
What's God speaking to me? What's God doing in this moment? Mm-hmm. I'm praising God for this. Yeah. I'm thankful for this. Because here's the thing. If God is thinking about us as much as this says he is, mm-hmm. you know, as many grains of sand as there are, mm-hmm. that's a lot. And our job or our role as Christ followers is to mimic the attributes of Jesus, right? Yeah. The attributes of God. And so if he's doing that towards us, wouldn't we want to mimic that towards him? Mm-hmm. So wouldn't we want our thoughts to be continually fixed on him? Mm-hmm. And I, that can sound really overwhelming and like, oh my goodness, how am I going to do that all day long? You know, but it really, once, once you train yourself to do that, you don't, it's not even like you have to try. Right. It's just like getting on a bicycle and riding your bike when you've already learned how to ride it because you just do it. You right. just constantly are thinking, what does God's word say about this? Or how is God feeling about this situation? Or how should I address my child right now? Right. Or how should I handle this difficult situation that I have to confront with a friend? Mm-hmm. And it's continually having our thoughts and our mind fixed on him as his thoughts and his and as his thoughts are fixed on us. And I think it's important that we don't think that this is just on like the high level things. Mm-mm. Like if this is only the high level things, God would not need to have that many thoughts about us. Right. Because so much of our life is the ordinary, is the mundane, is the everyday moments. That's right. And I think of a simple example in my life would be as I'm teaching my kids school, you know, and I've got three different learners. They're taking in information in three different ways. And occasionally I will stop and just think, God, how should I teach this concept so that it sticks with all of them? Mm -hmm. And he'll prompt me. He'll give me ideas that I'm like, okay, I know that was not my own Mm -hmm. idea because that was so random or mm-hmm. so something I would have never thought of. And, but he's good like that, you yeah. know, I, or I think of maybe the business person who's really anxious about this upcoming meeting mm-hmm. that has been consuming their life to know, to, to tell yourself like God's thoughts are on me. Mm-hmm. He knows that this is ahead of me, which means his presence is going before me. He's already in the conference room. Yeah. Preparing the hearts of the people waiting on me. And I think for you to remember, like to ask him to be in those situations, yeah. to invite him in. Yeah. Because he is, you know, I think of like training our boys to be gentlemen. God is a gentleman in mm-hmm. the sense that he's not going to force himself into right. the room. Right. If he's not invited into the boardroom, he's not going to be there right? because he's not been invited. right? And so it's our role to make sure we're constantly communicating to yeah. him, like, God, I want you in this space. I want you in this environment. Mm-hmm. I want you in this relationship. I want you in these moments. Mm-hmm. And he will absolutely, mm-hmm. he will infiltrate the entire setting. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it so many times in my life that I wouldn't have enough podcasts to air how many times I've seen him show up. Right. And it's, it doesn't mean that the situation always just miraculously disappears or gets better. Right. It just means that he gives you the peace and the ability and the strength to walk through it, yep. to endure it, whatever yep. it is. You know, I was thinking about today all of these families whose lives, their children's lives have been so disrupted in their education right. because of COVID. And I know there are a lot of you out there that this has caused a lot of anxiety for, you know, for me, for you, Heidi, it hasn't disrupted our education of our children because right. we're still doing the same thing we were doing last year. Right. We homeschool our kids. None of that changed. But for a lot of you, my heart goes out to you yeah. so deeply because I know that it has caused extreme anxiety and stress and disruption of your schedules and disruption of your jobs and financial hardships. And you're having to to do things on top of what you were already doing in order to just survive survive and help keep your kids in some sort of a you know 
flow with their education. And I just, I want to really take a moment to one, recognize that it, this is very difficult Yes, and we see you mm-hmm. and we hear you and we're praying for you, mm-hmm. but also just to remind you, like use this experience to lean in mm-hmm. to the fact that God already knew that 2020 was going to happen mm-hmm. and that your kid would be in fourth grade and would be e-learning on zoom calls all day on zoom calls all day long or going to school two days a week and then at home three days a week and Mm -hmm. who can keep those schedules straight god already knew that and he is with you and he's thinking about you and he's there to give you the strength you just got to turn your gaze towards him yeah you got to say okay god you take the reins of this i can't do it Mm -hmm. it's too much Um, and i just i just want to remind specifically parents who are dealing with this right now that he is with you and he is thinking about you his thoughts are on you yeah, that's a really good encouragement, Heather, because the spirit of fear, the opposite of that would say, you know, parent, your kid's going to be so far behind when this is all said and done. Yeah. Like, man, fourth grade is a wash. Mm-hmm. Like, well, they're not going to, well, you might as well hold them back. But to know that God is bigger yes. than that situation and that he has already formed your child's mind right. to be able to walk through this that's season right. and to be able, kids are so resilient. Yeah. And so I think for us to be speaking that resilience over our yes. kids, like, you are an overcomer. You mm-hmm. are more than able to mm-hmm. do this in Christ who gives you strength. That's right. To speak the truths that we say we believe, mm-hmm. but to actually speak them over our kids and watch them flourish. That's right. Watch our kids flourish in a in a difficult season mm-hmm. because this might be their training ground for when they're 20 or 30 years old and they have the next challenge that you're Absolutely. not right there to walk that's them right. through. That's right. Because what the enemy intends for evil, God is going to take and turn mm-hmm. for good. And he doesn't put people in times in history on accident. No. You and your child, you young person listening, you single person listening, you dad listening, you were put in this time in history for this time in history. Yep. God already knew yep. what you would have to walk through and why, because he'll take everything in our lives, even something that was the enemy's plan. Mm-hmm. He'll take it and he'll go, nope, devil, I'm going to use that for good right. in my child's life. Right. Because I know them so intimately because I think about them all the time yeah. that I'm going to use this for something that they're going to need in the future. Mm, that's really good. And what comfort that brings us to know that we we really don't have to strive. That doesn't mean we're lazy. Like God will handle it. Like we still work hard. We still put the diligence in. We still show up and have the character of Christ, but to know that he's ahead of us and behind us and surrounding us and in every single situation and that our thoughts are literally like a constant reel in mm-hmm. his mind mm-hmm. for each and every one mm-hmm. of us. Yeah. Um, I just feel really strongly, Heidi, that there might be somebody listening who says, that sounds great, but I don't even know. I, like I've never been in a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to simply tell you, all you have to do, like he's desperate for you. Yeah. He created you, but he, like Heidi said, he's not going to force himself on you. Mm-hmm. He is a he is a kind and gentle and good father mm-hmm. who loves to give good gifts to his children, but he doesn't force them on, yeah. on us. And so if that's you and you say, I don't know God, I'd never have talked to him. I don't feel like he's near. All you have to do is turn towards him. Yeah. And that just means simply just even in your heart, just saying, God, I I choose you. Yeah. I choose to accept that you created me, mm-hmm. that you sent your son Jesus as a sacrifice for my sins. That's what happened. God sent his only son down to earth to be an atonement, to be a sacrifice for the sins that we were supposed to to bear the 
the consequence of, you know, everything wrong that you've ever done, you should have to pay the price for that. Right. Just like if you were to, you know, murder someone, you should have to pay the price for that and go to prison. Right. God said, no, I'm, I'm going to have my son do that for you. Jesus is going to do that. And so Jesus came, he was nailed to a cross. He was dead for three days. He took our punishment so that we wouldn't have to. We don't have that punishment, which is incredible. Mm -hmm. And you can have that. You can have that freedom that that God gives us, that Jesus gives us. And all you have to do is turn towards him. There's no perfect exact words that you have to say. It's just a turning of your heart to God, you know, and and you can say it out loud if you want, like, Jesus, I accept you. I choose you. And then you just start walking towards him, you know, message us. We can help you. We can get you a Bible. We can get you um, a a way to start learning about Jesus. Mm -hmm. And maybe you've known Jesus and you've just turned away from him and you can just turn back to him and say, I want to have my gaze fixed on him. Heidi, there's so much going on in our world right now. And truly the only hope we have only hope we have is Jesus. That's right. Yeah, that's really good, Heather. And then to know that God's word says that the where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Yeah. And that you choose like walking out of walking away from your sin nature, which is what we're all born with mm-hmm. as human beings, and then stepping into the freedom of mm-hmm. what Jesus gives you yeah. in in his character. That's the gift that you have. Yeah. That's so good. If you, I love that Heather went there because I do think that sometimes we can find ourselves listening to a podcast and all of a sudden we realize that something is being discussed that we have no knowledge of. Mm-hmm. That happened to me the other day. I was listening to a podcast and all of a sudden it went into this really high level scientific conversation. I felt like I was listening to a different language. Yeah. But to invite you into the yes. language of God. That's right. what Heather has just done. And so inviting you into the family of God yes. so that you are giving God permission. Like, God, I want you to have those thoughts about me. Right. Like, I don't I don't want to just sit here and hear that Heather and Heidi have the confidence they have because of Jesus. Like, I want to step into that. I right. want to be one of the children that you think of constantly. Yeah. And, and he does. He will. And it takes faith. And faith yep. is a gift that God gives us. It takes faith to believe in something that we cannot see. Yep. It takes faith to believe in the fact that that whole story, like that sounds kind of crazy. Yeah. There's like one God who sent his son Jesus to die on a cross yep. to save us from our sins. Like that kind of sounds wacko. Mm-hmm. And that takes faith. Yep. And sometimes all you need to do is let go of all of your questions mm-hmm. and just say, okay, yep. I'm going to trust. I'm going to have faith. That this is real. That's so good. Because if it's not, like, what's the risk? Yes. Right? What's the risk in just saying, okay, I'm going to go for it. That's really good. Ending on a really funny note, my daughter today, we were talking about the Dead Sea Scrolls. Mm -hmm. My daughter today asked me if I could read Hebrew. (laughs) She believes in you. I guess. At very high levels. I I mean, I was like, I wish I could read Hebrew. That would be amazing. (laughs) She was asking me if I could read the Dead Sea Scrolls. Yeah. And I was like, that's Hebrew. She goes, well, you can read that, right? (laughs) Bless her heart. She's thinking, surely she'll learn that in seventh grade. I mean, <laughs> I would love to do that. Oh, man. Well, maybe that's your next your next task. Yeah. yeah. Someday when my children are out of the house and yes, I have free time. You're not teaching geometry. <laughs> <laughs> well, friends, thanks for tuning in today. We hope that this has encouraged you. We hope that this has helped set your mind in a crazy, crazy spinning, extremely information overload society. Mm-hmm. We hope that this has helped set your mind at peace a little bit, recenter your mind on the fact that God is for you and his thoughts are very clearly for you. 
Yep. So we hope you have a great day and we will chat with you next time.